I see the two of you are getting along. Christian Arcan. Failure to communicate. Tom King. It's good to be the king. Weekdays, noon to 3 on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. Yes! Yes! And streaming live on ESPNNHradio.com. It's Christian and King. Questions before we proceed. It's the third and final hour here, Christian and King, ESPN New Hampshire, streaming live on ESPNNH.com. Nice to have you with us here this afternoon on a chilly day in uh, New Hampshire. Going to be chilly from here on out, unfortunately. We had a nice, long, warm November, but it's nights over. Yeah, it's done. It's just cold it's now. It's done. Just cold. Oh, my God. Get used to it. <sighs> Get used to seeing Tom King and his long johns. Uh, I'll have them on tomorrow. Over at the, uh, over at the ice rink over yep, there. Yep, that's right. Yep, I'll have all the layers on. Just saw a guy walking down the street and wearing shorts. I'm not even kidding. He's walking down the street right now in shorts. Okay. I don't oh, even what a turn maniac. Around. Look, right there, shorts. Think I'm kidding? Look at that guy. See him? On the right. Oh, yeah, I see him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He looks sane. Probably not. Yeah. You won't catch me. I may be crazy and senile, but I'm not that dumb. <laughs> but I'm not going to be cold. I'm not going to be cold. That's one right. thing I will not be. I refuse to be cold. Cold is the worst feeling in the world. No, it's, it's, the, it's the worst. Jimmy Murphy's thing. Oh, being cold? Right. Well, Murphy thinks every day is summer, you know? Right. So. And I don't notice ever. No, I know. This started happening on the on the drive back uh, with, me and the, with me and the lady on the yeah. drive back from New York. Yeah. Is it cold? No. I think it's cold. Okay. Put the heat on. Yeah. Heat comes on. You still cold? No. I didn't notice a, a blessed difference. I honestly didn't. In the temperature? Yeah. It went down like crazy Sunday. Sunday. It was about 43 and then by sun- degrees. And then by Sunday night, it was snowing here. It was about 43 degrees in the car. And when the heat was on, I could feel, the, the, I could feel the hot air. Okay? Like, I could feel it. Oh. But it didn't feel that different. Like, it didn't feel like I felt like I was already warm. Like, yeah, this is warmer, but it didn't feel like I was cold before. Well, you don't even notice when the air conditioning is on in here. No. No, you don't notice it at all. I don't notice the heat, the AC. I don't know anything. That's very strange. It is weird. That sounds like something I would do, which means. No, you're very sensitive to the I am very sensitive. Yeah, that's true. I just don't care. Yeah. No, it doesn't, it doesn't oh, affect I, me. I you go know. nuts. You know, yeah. so there's people who don't feel pain. I don't feel temperature. Yeah. No, I feel temperature. Unless oh, it's extreme. Oh, boy. Unless I it's felt... really extreme. I yeah. don't really notice, honestly. Yep. That's why I always think it's funny when Laura's, you know, belly aching and then how it's so cold in here all the time. I know. Well, she's had a, you know, she's dressed like it's, you know, 30 right. degrees in here today anyway. <laughs> you know? I thought I might put my jacket on. Got a space myself. heater in there, cranking up the electricity bill on this plane. <laughs> I had a space heater in my place in Colorado because oh. we didn't have heat. Yeah. It would. You legit- didn't have heat? No. How did that happen? It just didn't have heat. And wait, whoa, whoa! Time we were out. in the basement of a bigger house. Yeah. And that we weren't wired for heat in the basement. It just wasn't. We all had to get space heaters. Oh. Rent, rent was very cheap. Oh, I bet it was. It's the first place I ever lived uh, on my own. Oh my, my first God. apartment, it didn't have heat in Colorado. Why don't you just in put a, Colorado? Why don't you just set up a tent outside and sl- and sleep there? You know, mm, walls. You know, I don't think the walls are going to do too much for you. You want to hear something? We were in the basement. Cold. We were in the basement of this bigger house. They had heat up on the other floors. Uh, we were in the basement, and um, <laughs> my window, since uh, 
my window was high up on the wall. It yeah. was the same height as like street level. Yeah. We were in the basement. And there was a dumpster right next to my window. And these raccoons every night would either <laughs> would either fight or then they would fight and have makeup sex right afterwards. And I heard every single same sound. So you can identify very much with the raccoons in the Geico commercial. When they start talking about the food that they've got. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can identify with that very well. I, I, I certainly do. Oh, my Lord. Uh, there's no way. No way. No heat. Sorry. Uh-uh. Eh. Uh-uh. How did, what, how did you, uh, how was the, uh, the plumbing? I mean, the pipes could freeze down there with no heat. They didn't for some reason. Yeah, that's weird. You gotta I have think it was because they were all running through. There was always water going through them. All because it was running through the top? There was always water going through them, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No thanks. And we always had our space heaters on, but they always kept knocking the power out for the whole yeah. house. I lived in an apartment in Derry once where the heat, I didn't, con- I, I could control the heat. I could control the heat, but I didn't pay the heat because it was all off the real estate office that, that, that was. So you were stealing heat, basically. So basically, basically. allowable. <laughs> You know, I but, didn't pay for the cable so much, but I did wire it from the but, neighboring business into my apartment. It was but a, a if they had a very pro- brilliant but move of mine, if they yeah. had a problem and the furnace went off, I couldn't do anything about it. Oh, you know, yeah. And I was like, could you know? It was and, and and that happened a couple of times. I had to you know call them and say, hey, look, I got no heat. You know, oh, oh sorry. We, we'll, we'll Can you please fix the heat? I'm stealing from you. Yeah, I know. Right, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, very inconsiderate, you guys. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep, not fun. Call up call up Comcast. Excuse me, the cable I'm stealing has been coming in very poorly lately. I know. Lately. Can you do something about that? A I lot would, of no, pixelations. I was allowed to steal the heat. That would, they, they said that. You right. Could, you know, control it's, the heat. Just yeah. don't go nuts with it. I said, okay, great. Turn it up to 80. You know? <laughs> the Tom King sauna party every day. Oh yeah, Are you kidding me? It's not my heat. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Maybe they did that just to teach you a lesson, keep you in keep you in line. No, the night before I was to host the only Super Bowl party I've ever hosted. You hosted a party? Yes, can you believe that? There's only two times in my life I've hosted. I'm picturing a- you in a room surrounded by like stuffed animals. There's so <laughs> There's there's only two more tea, Mr. Fred. <laughs> oh God, you guys a are my of, best friend. A bunch of cat paintings all around me. <laughs> Just you and the cats. Oh God, oh, man, that's yeah. great. Yeah. And so you had a, you were going to have a party, but then you there didn't was no have heat. It. No, I ended up having it. The heat finally got back on. It took oh, a while man. for it to get back on, but it got you know they fixed it after a while. But jeez, good grief. Mm. You know, yeah. oh boy, oh. <sighs> so, I got bad news. I don't know if you know this already, but Kanye West canceled the rest of his tour. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, what, what's what? It, all I can think of is the Kardashian. Factor. That's what I tweeted today. That's exactly it. There, it does not matter it's, it's, how all successful I thought of, you when were. I heard that. All I thought of was you and the Kardashian prediction that 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 would just be a disaster. For it him. does not matter. Yeah, how much you've accomplished. <laughs> it does not matter what sort of upbringing in life you've had. It does not matter yep. at all. If you get if you get involved with the Kardashians, your life is over. If you are the it ceases if to you exist and a Kardashian exchange genital, <laughs> oh, God, you know, if that happens. Yes. Oh, God. 
you are going to end up in a mental hospital or face down <laughs> in a brothel with all sorts of Viagra and whatever yeah, yeah, else. In sorts, you. You're going to have issues. Right? Yeah, you are. Yeah. yeah. The only guy who came out of a Kardashian relationship okay was the first was Ray J, who was the guy that's Brandy's brother. Remember Brandy, the singer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was in that show Moesha. Oh, yeah. Oh, Ray J? Ray J's on Ray J's on Love and Hip Hop. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah that's oh, Brandy's yeah. little brother. He's nuts. Yeah, he's the one who made the initial Kim Kardashian sex tape, and he's been fine. So, I mean, he's on that show, but you know, yeah, he's, he's his career. Improved he got married. He's married on that show. He yeah. got married on that show. Yeah. I'd say he's the only one of that who came out okay. Yeah. Everybody else, I mean, look at the white. Look at the pile of bodies in their wake, <laughs> including the original. Yeah. Poor man. OJ's, uh, you know. OJ? Yeah. Jenner? Oh, they're all. Carda- oh, Robert they're, Kardashian. That's what I'm saying. The original Kardashian. Yeah, Robert yeah, Kardashian. OJ Simpson. He Bruce died. Jenner. He died and had the, indi- it, 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 it had the low indignancy of, of having David Schwimmer play him poorly on. <laughs> play him poorly? Excuse me? Uh, no, really. David Schwimmer's uh, well, portrayal of Robert Kardashian was masterful. Well, well, masterful, it made him look bad, you know? Juice. Oh, juice. He's the juice. Oh, it's like he's, he's the, not the juice anymore. He's not the juice anymore. Oh, God, the, the juice was there for me every night. It's like he's not really the juice anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's so lame. Oh, Lord. Uh, so, oh. Kardashian, OJ, Jenner. Oh. Uh, uh, what's his name? Um... Uh, Chris Humphreys. Yeah. Hum- Reggie Bush, who I guess is still playing, but his career, you know. Humphreys and, yeah, Humphrey, Bush was never good. You know, never yeah. Bush never fulfilled his NFL promise, and he also had all that stuff go back to USC in terms of his recruiting. Right. It. Yeah. Um, so he's he's in the victims list, too. Lamar Odom? Well, that's a that's a that's, that's ridiculous. He's he really hit rock bottom. Lamar Lamar Odom was basically you know a couple uh, steps away from. He's a vegetable. Yeah, right now, and now Kanye West. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's hospitalized after acting right like a lunatic on stage. I thought of that right away it's at this amazing. tour. Which, by the way, everyone I've talked to who went to one of these shows said the shows were really fantastic. good. Yeah, no, he no. gets up on the yeah. stage and he's levitating, and you know yeah. he's right. And listen, I like Kanye. I'm a fan of Kanye yeah, West, that'll, but that'll do it to you. Yikes! Yeah, Kardashians claim another one. It yeah. doesn't matter who you doesn't are matter. or what you do does or how it, good you are at it or what. Does not. Matter that that what Chris Jenner she will t- she will bring you down. Yep, she'll do it. <laughs> she is a, she is like she's like Don Corleone. I'm serious. She is, is just amazing. Oh God, she's like a uh, she's like the mafia, but with you oh. know athletes and celebrities. Oh God, you know she just takes out a hit on somebody, sends her goons after him, and they sex him to death uh, <laughs> or something. I don't know what it is. It's just too much. It's crazy. Oh, uh, boy. Anyway, 603-883-9900 is your phone number. 883-9900. You can text in at 845-827-1250. We've got to get you dressed, Juice. Okay, that's good, David. <laughs> um, oh, boy. There's a couple of just random things I wanted to tie up here. The 2017 Hall of Fame ballot. Some interesting names on it. Um, Pudge, Rodriguez, yeah. Manny Ramirez, and Vlad Guerrero are oh, the three all eligible. All eligible, right? For the first time, yep. 
And I think the three names out of there's like 19 or so new names, and a lot of them are you know not even close. There's no way they're gonna like Edgar Renteria and no, I Arthur know. Rose. I, I understand that Pat ba- Burrell. It's and expected some of those guys. probably that Bagwell will get in this time. Bagwell and possibly Tim yeah. Raines as well. Tim Raines is his last year. Yeah, so. very close last year. So yeah. I, the thinking is I think he was off by like seven percent. Yeah, the thinking is that those two are going to get in. I. I, I don't see the whole deal with Yvonne Rodriguez. I didn't know that he was supposed to be involved in stuff like that. Well, if you believe Jose Canseco's book. Oh, is that where it is? Is yeah. that where it was listed? Mm-hmm. I was wondering where the... Never uh, failed the test. Yeah, I was wondering where the, the, the accusations came from. And that was, it was Canseco? Yes. Yeah. Where is this ballot? Okay, here we go. Um, yep. uh, but the thing is, I right, would, guys if I had a vote, and I don't. I would vote for, I would vote for Yvonne Rodriguez. You would? Yeah, I would. Yep. I think I would, too. Uh, guys who are returning to the ballot. Bagwell, in his seventh year, had 71.6%. He just needs about four more points uh, to get in. I think he probably will. Rock Reigns, it's his final year. He was at 69.8%, so he needs 5%, too. He'll get in. Trevor Hoffman? No, maybe not. It's only his second year, and he got 67% last time. Oh, uh, maybe not this time, but Maybe not this. I think he should get in. He should get in, yeah, I think so, too. Uh, Kurt Schilling in his fifth year was at 52% last time. God save us, please. Don't do it. I think on his pitching merits, he deserves it. But he also said that he thought it was cool that lynching journalists, so maybe journalists might, you know, be offended by that. Yeah, yeah, I don't care. You know, I care about just the baseball stuff, you know. Well. Uh, you, you know. say that now and hang it from a tree, and maybe you won't be saying that. Well, yeah, who knows what he's, you know? I, I, I don't, I, I don't think Schilling will get it. In case you think I'm being flip, I, no, he Schilling did say, yeah, he, no, he did. He, a I picture saw of a guy yeah. wearing a shirt, and the shirt said, "A rope, a tree, a journalist." That's yeah. a good start. And yeah. Schilling wrote, "Wow, what an awesome shirt." Yeah, I know it, right? Oh, he is so <laughs> what strange. A what? A, he's just a, such an idiot. Oh, that's How's really that? cool. It's not actually very. How are those campaign coffers going for his uh, run against uh, Liz? Warren? I'm sure he's probably thinking that he can win. He that probably thinks now. he can do it now. Well, now, yeah, you know what? Exactly. He probably can at this point. You know? <laughs> Who knows, right? <laughs> Any, anything is possible. Kanye West could be the president. I know. <laughs> uh, Clemens, fifth year, forty-five <laughs> no, percent last not, year. Probably not happen. Bonds, no. Edgar Martinez, eighth year. That's the DH thing. Yeah, he got forty three percent last year. Yeah, he won't get enough this year. I either. think he should. But I think I don't he should. Think he I think he should get in because he's. Uh, but now Ortiz has probably trumped him as the best DH ever. Sure. And and Edgar's probably number two. So one of the two is probably going to get. One of the two is probably Ortiz get definitely in. getting in. Yeah. So if Ortiz gets in, maybe things will soften up for Edgar if he's still eligible. But I don't think he's. I think he's going to lose his eligibility soon. Mike Messina, yeah, he's got uh, two more two more chances at yep. him and Ortiz will never be on the ballot together. Yep, right. Uh, Mike Messina, fourth year, forty three percent last year. No, I don't think so either. Good no. player, not great. Yeah, uh, Lee Smith, fifteenth and final year. No, thirty four percent. Yeah, it's not happening no, for him. Smith wasn't dominant enough. Uh, McGriff, McGruff, the crime dog. Fred McGriff, twenty point nine eighth year of eligibility. Got twenty one percent last year. No, same with him. Jeff Kent, no. Uh, Gary Sheffield, I don't Once think Once you're so. down into this edge of the list yeah. with all the pr- low percentages, no, they're not going to get in. Billy Wagner, God knows, Sammy Sosa, 7%, no. So who are the main new Larry ones? Walker. The main new ones are going to be Yvonne Rodriguez and uh, who else? And Manny Ramirez, and who's the third? Uh, Vladimir Guerrero. Vladimir Guerrero. Would you, would you vote for Guerrero? Uh, yes, I would. Yeah, I probably would, too. I would vote for Guerrero. Yep. Nine-time All-Star, 
Uh, finished top 10 in the league MVP voting five times and won eight silver sluggers. Yep. Uh, seven is an outfielder, one is a DH. Drove in 100 or more runs 10 times, batted 318 in his career. Right. 449 home runs. I, that's, you know. Yep. That's what I need. Yeah. Yeah, I would vote for Guerrero. But what an awkward swing, though. Yeah, I know. My God. But he could hit. He hit 300 or more 13 times, including 12 seasons in a that's, row. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, wow. you got to give him. Oh, that's that's incredible. That's that's Hall of Fame stuff. There's no question Had about it. Had a 30-30 season twice. Mm-hmm. Led the league in assists among right fielders three times. Mm-hmm. Is 24th all-time in slugging percentage, 38th in home runs, 49th in total bases. Yeah. Only eight other batters in history have at least a 318 batting average and a 553 slugging percentage. Ready? Joe DiMaggio, Jimmy Fox, Lou Gehrig, Rogers Hornsby, Stan Musial, Babe Ruth, Ted Williams, and Miguel Cabrera. That's Ooh. it. It's pretty good company uh, right there. It is. Yeah, definitely. Played in 10 playoff series over six seasons. Uh, his playoff numbers, 263 batting average, uh, 20 RBIs in 44 games. Never won a uh, World Series, but was on that Rangers team that went to the World Series. Yeah. Let's see. Who else? Carlos Guillen? Uh, I don't no, think so. No, it's, it's, I think you're getting into... Derek no, Lee, no interesting player, but... No. A good player, not a great player. No. Played a long time. Yep. Um, McGriff already said him. Melvin Mora, no way. Uh, he's not getting in. No. Maglio Ordonez. Six-time All-Star. 15-year yeah. career. Yep. Uh, hit 309 in his career. 294 home runs. 1,236 RBIs. He's close, but mm. I wouldn't do it. Not spectacular enough. I mean, this is a Hall of Fame. Yeah. You know, this is this is like, you know, can't do this. Can't touch this. You know, that's, yeah. what, the way, that's what it should be. Really and, good player. Yeah, but not good enough. Here's here's an interesting one. Jorge Posada. No, I don't think no? so. No? No. I don't see Jorge Posada. Multi-champion? No. I, that's, Leader of that team? No, no. That, that's great stuff. He'd be a Yankee Hall of Fame. Five rings. Yeah, that, that's great. That doesn't, that doesn't, you know, these are all individual champ. You know, Some accolades. of the greatest playoff numbers any catcher's ever had because he played in 15, yeah. 15 years. He was solid, solid player, not a Hall of Fame. Five-time All-Star? No. Nope. Man, these are some crazy numbers. Appeared in 29 postseason series. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, he only had 248 with 11 home runs. But right, yeah. That's, you know, he's his 125 postseason games ranked second all time. Yep. Yikes. Yeah. He was solid. I mean, he was great. He, he, was, he was fabulous. In fact, his ascendance in the Yankee organization, basically through the minors and everything else, mm. basically trumped a local kid here named Jeff Matuzas, who was a catcher. In the Yankee organization, and Matuzas saw the handwriting on the wall, and 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 you know got out of there. Yeah, um, because he knew Posada. He said, "There's no way I'm getting anywhere around anywhere in this organization with Posada there." Freddie Sanchez is on the ballot. Are you kidding me? Freddie man? Sanchez, who the Red Sox traded for, uh, I think Scott Schoenweiss yeah, back in '05, starting second baseman for the Giants in 2010. Listen to this. Listen to the case for Freddie Sanchez. This is this is really weird. Uh, starting second baseman for the Giants in 2010 when they won the World Series. Won the 06 NL batting title with the Pirates. Three-time All-Star. Hit 297 in a 10-year career. Led the big leagues with 53 doubles once and led the NL in double plays turned as a second baseman twice. Whoa. 
Hall of Fame. The Hall of Fame right there. Yeah, that's that, got it written all over it. Get that, that plaque ready. Oh, Listen man. to this bio. Played 10 years for the Red Sox, Pirates, and Giants. Three-time All-Star. Hit 300 or better twice. <laughs> Appeared in three postseason series with the Giants. Member of a World Series championship team. That is the worst case for a Hall of Famer I've ever heard. Well, now, the the people who get on the ballot. I didn't even realize he'd been out of baseball for five yeah, years. Yeah, I know. That's just it. The people who get on the ballot, they're meeting certain qualifications, right? They're not like they're getting together and say, okay, who do we think is good? They're getting, they're, they, they. <laughs> Have you ever hit 300? Yeah, they had, yeah, they had to play a certain amount Have of years. Have you ever played for the Red Sox, Pirates, and Giants? Right. I think the thing is, is they had to play for a certain amount of to years. To be an all-star and, once and or twice? And they had to have certain qualifications to mm. get on there, and then those are minimal. You know, those are minimal. All right, Manny Ramirez, Tom King. Um... No, I, I, I don't think you can. If you, you, you have to decide one way or the other. I'm not other. talking about if you vote for him, you have to vote for everybody else. I'm just saying Manny Ramirez didn't no, vote him No, too many no. tests that he flunked that, that were shown that, he, that that was why he was mm-hmm. as good as he was. You know, definitely. I don't think there's any question about it. Yeah. You know, especially when he went to the Dodgers and then flunked another test after he was putting up great numbers there. You know, because he bounced back with great numbers. Mm-hmm. And the reason was, he, he you know, the tests. Yeah. And so, then he got busted taking that other thing, which yeah, is like the masking agent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no. I, Some, like, no. fertility drug. Yep. Then he had twins. Yeah. That yeah. was weird. Yeah, yeah, Just like that movie with yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. <laughs> Danny DeVito. Um, the numbers, though? Well, Arnold Schwarzenegger is now the new, running the new celebrity apprentice. That's right, yeah. yeah. Except instead of getting fired, he shoots you with a machine gun. Right, but see, but look, I mean, there's another, there's another guy who held a high political office. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You know, you just don't know. Manny, don't. Manny played 19 seasons, was a 12-time All-Star. 2002 batting champ, 04 World Series MVP. All of that would let, put Hold on, in. let me just read yep. them. Led his league in on-base percentage three times and slugging percentage three times. Yep. Finished his career with a 312 batting average, 555 home runs, 1,831 RBIs. Uh, finished in the top ten of American League voting nine times. Named American League Hank Aaron Award winner twice, hit 300 or better 11 times, reached the 100 RBI mark 12 times, scored 100 or more runs six times, topped the 30 home run mark 12 times. Uh, wow. Led American League in on-base percentage three times, slugging percentage three times, totaled more than 300 bases in 10 seasons, appeared in 23 postseason series over 11 seasons, hit 285 with 29 home runs and 78 RBIs in those series. His 29 postseason home runs and 72 walks rank first all-time, and his 78 postseason RBIs rank second all-time. He took some good stuff. Mm. <laughs> he took the best stuff. He took the best stuff. He was he on the, the best, best stuff. The best stuff. The best stuff. <laughs> when you're buying steroids, it's all about who's, got, who's the got the best stuff. <laughs> Which drug dealer has the best stuff? Oh, did he ever have the stuff, boy? Oh, boy. <laughs> yep. All right, we got to take a break. 603-883-9900, your phone number, 883-9900. You can text in at 845-827-1250. A little more on this and more on this unbelievable David Price tweet uh, when we come back. You're listening to Christian and King. Stay tuned for The Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy, only here on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. Hey, I'm Cole Wright with NFL Network now on the Westwood One Radio Network. 
Week 11 of NFL action closed out in Mexico City as the Raiders edged out the Texans on Monday Night Football 27-20. Amari Cooper only had 57 yards, but it was his touchdown late in the fourth quarter that secured the win for Oakland as they improved to 8-2. In other news, Andrew Luck finished the game against the Titans Sunday, but head coach Chuck Pagano announced that Luck is in the league's concussion protocol. Pagano added that the injury took place somewhere in the fourth quarter. That means now that the Turkey Day showdown versus the Steelers looming, Scott Tolzien may be seeing the field for Indianapolis. And the Bears may have lost more than just the game Sunday. According to our guy, NFL media insider Ian Rappaport, a.k.a. Rap Sheet, Jay Cutler is undergoing tests for an injury to his throwing shoulder. The team, they will know more about his fate on Tuesday, but Ian's hearing that he may miss some time. This has been NFL Network Now on the Westwood One Radio Network. Your underwear is the first thing you put on and the last thing you take off. Why would you settle for anything less than the best-feeling underwear on the planet? MeUndies will deliver your new favorite pair of underwear right to your door. It's made with a fabric that is scientifically proven to be three times softer than cotton. Now, if they aren't the most comfortable, best-feeling undies you've ever had, they'll refund you and let you keep your first pair for free. Shipping is free, and for a limited time, listeners to this station get 20% off their first order. But you have to go to MeUndies.com sports. That's MeUndies.com sports. Welcome to Geico's Motorcycle Meanderings. Oh, man, this is great. I sure saved a lot of money by switching to Geico. Scored some big savings, and now I can use their mobile app 24-7 for all sorts of stuff. Life just makes sense now. What doesn't make sense is, if a highway splits, it's a fork in the road, then wouldn't a long straight stretch be a knife in the road? And then, wouldn't a cul-de-sac be a spoon in the road? What would a spork be? Which is worse, a trip to the hospital or the fees and bills that come with it? At the Bedford Ambulatory Surgical Center, they provide a comfortable and friendly environment while offering high-quality imaging for open MRI and low-dose CAT scans and ultrasounds, all at an affordable price. Their modern technology allows for accurate diagnosis while ensuring complete patient comfort and safety. For more information or to set up an appointment, please call 603-622-3670 or visit bedfordsurgical.com or baskimaging.com. Are you looking for an electrical contractor you can count on for insight, experience, and quality work? How about a partner who is dependable and operates with high integrity? The answer is Hammond Electric. Hammond Electric provides quality licensed electrical work for commercial, industrial, biomedical, and life sciences facilities in Massachusetts, southern New Hampshire, and southern Maine. Hammond Electric, powering your productivity. Please call 800-966-5040 or visit HammondElectric.com. New York peace of mind. Let's discuss a little bit of the Derek Rose trade. I think he needed to start fresh. I think New York is the perfect place for him. He loves being in a city. He loves being under the bright lights. I think him, Mello, and Porzingis is an interesting, you it's know, interesting. it's a curious how everybody melts yeah. together. He has been a league average point guard, but as we were touching on already, is significantly better than what the Knicks had. Starting now, the Knicks are in a much better place than they were three days ago. Every Saturday from 2 to 4, here on ESPN New Hampshire. You've probably heard me talk about this sleep number bed, how it's changed the way I sleep. My sleep number is 60. I've had the bed for over six years now. This bed, this mattress, has helped improve the lives of close to 8 million people. Sleep number's done it again, though. they got something called dual temp. It's a revolutionary temperature balancing layer with active air technology. The dual temp can be added to any mattress, even if you don't have a sleep number bed. Active air technology heats or cools each side with a simple touch of a button. From head to toe comfort, 
just like the Sleep Number bed, it's dual-sided. So you can select the ideal temperature and sleep exactly the way you would like. Only one place in the world where you're going to find the dual temp layer. That's a Sleep Number store near you. Tell them I sent you. Right now, they got great innovations there. they got sales going on as well. Up to $800 off Sleep Number, Memory, Foam, and iSeries bed sets. There's 400 Sleep Number stores nationwide. Find one near you by calling 1-800-SLEEP-25. 1-800-SLEEP-25. It's Sunday sit-down with Jared Scaley. The salary cap is going through the roof. Insane. The money is going to be 10 times worse than what it is this year. So, yes, that contract was 15 a year, 15 and change a year. If that happened, if he signed that deal now, that's 20 a year because of where the salary cap is going. All right. Numbers are going to be inflated. NBA fans are obscene, are going to be obscene seeing some of the numbers that are going to come out in the next yeah. couple of years. And a lot of outrages, and we're going to talk about it on here. We're going to talk, everyone's going to talk I mean, about it. The numbers are going to be stupid. Every Sunday from 11 to 1 on ESPN New Hampshire. We've got it all here on ESPN, on ESPN, New Hampshire. National Football League. We're doing this a day later because Christian was cavorting in New York. That's right. That's exactly what I was doing. Exactly. Where the New York football giants pulled off a win. That was the first time I believe I picked them and they win again. But anyway, we went through the week. A 2-2 tie, which does not help me out because I'm down 15 still. I could have used cut it to 11. We begin in the frozen tundra of Minnesota, where it was very cold and very snowy over the weekend. But Minnesota, I picked Arizona thinking that the Cardinals were going to snap out of it, and the Vikings weren't. Mm-hmm. Well, Cardinals end up losing that game. They were getting two and a half. They lose it 30-24. to 24. Not only do they lose the game, but they send their coach to the hospital as uh, Bruce Aarons is uh, you know, down for the count. Uh, had chest pains, I guess. So uh, hopefully a speedy recovery for him. But that team has given him a lot of pain this year. They are not. They are probably not going to make the playoffs as yeah. it stands right now. All right, we move to Dallas, where Mister Arkan didn't believe that the Cowboys would be able to cover the seven and a half. So Dallas giving Baltimore seven and a half. They win the game. 27-17, the Cowboys and the Seattle Seahawks look to be the class of the National Football Conference. They certainly do. I thought they'd, I thought, I really thought Baltimore was going to, uh, was going to help me out. Were they driving or something like that? They, they have a chance yeah, to, yeah, yeah, to cut that lead down, yeah. But they had to go for a touchdown, not a field goal, so. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this like is the, It's like they weren't thinking about me at all. No, they weren't. No, no, definitely not. These, so selfish. Now, so we're 1-1. We go to Detroit, and I turn the tables. I win a game by right. a half a point, all right, because the, the Lions were giving 
Uh, the ja- uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, six and a half. Detroit wins it by seven, 26 to 19. I'm up two to one. How in the world did the Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> pull a no-show against Tampa Bay? I don't know, but they sure didn't. You know. didn't think they would win outright, but you liked the seven and a half. You took it, and you went going away because Tampa Bay beats the Chiefs 19 to 17. Mm. Not Send. a great game by, I mean, nice. Winston, Winston had a good game. He's 24-39 yeah. with 330 yards and a touchdown. But, you know, it wasn't like they were lighting it up. I mean, it was. Uh, how did that happen? I don't know. An arrowhead. That was an arrowhead. It was 10-9 at the half. <laughs> oh, you know, now Kansas City's got to get their offense going. they got to get something in gear. But anyway, that is it. We are tied at two. I'm still down 15 as we enter week number 12 in the National Football League. We will have all of our picks because we don't have a show on Friday. That's right. I take it. So we will no, have we all of our picks tomorrow. And that will include the Thursday games. There are three of them. Good games, too, by the way. It's, yeah. Although the night game is a little tainted by the fact that Andrew Luck uh, may, not, may not play in that game as he's in concussion protocol for. Uh, uh, something that they, no one knew he was suffering from until he reported it yesterday. Uh, concussion-like symptoms. They showed a couple of plays on ESPN. One of his is his head hits the ground hard. Yeah. And I, that's probably the one that did it. It was a play in the fourth quarter, he said. So so Luck may not play, and the backup hasn't thrown a pass in the, in the NFL this year. So um, and not even the guy's Jack something. I don't even know his name. So he, he's, you know, that would be that's the national. I mean, they're all national games, but right. that's the night game that everybody's been clamoring for for the last five years, and we get it. We've started to get them now. Right. And uh, NBC has it, and it's not going to be a, you know it might not be a good one if if Luck doesn't play. Like he's not really the juice anymore. <laughs> the uh, the other games are pretty good. Uh, we got uh, what is it? Uh, is it Minnesota Detroit? Is Minnesota Detroit? Uh, hold on, it's um, Minnesota Detroit, yes, right? Minnesota Detroit, Washington, Dallas, right, and then Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Indy. Uh, That's it. Those yeah, are the three those games. are the three games, uh, and those are three very good. Those matchups, are three I good think. matchups. But there's other good games this week too. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati, Baltimore, I think, isn't a terrible game. Uh, Ari- game. Arizona, Atlanta, it could be interesting. Well, see, Cincinnati, Baltimore, the, the receivers. It's a division out. game. Yeah. Receivers out for Cincinnati. I know right? that yeah. sucks. So they lost him and they lost Bernard. Right. Oh yeah, that's our Giovanni Bernard as well. Yeah. yeah now Cincinnati's done. They're Carolina, Oakland, and Oakland. Uh, Casey, Denver, and Green Bay, Philly. I mean, those are you know, they're not. Green Bay, F- Green Bay, Philly's lost. That that's that's luster's out the window. I know. You got two teams that may not make. That probably won't make the playoffs. And Green Bay's poor yeah. Eagles. Eagles look like they were really something this the, year, and they yeah, are early season. Early season, they look good. You know, they're, yeah. they're not. It, you know, I mean, early season, it's always tough to separate everybody. But uh, I think poor. I mean, Green Bay's the team that's got everybody scratching their Them heads. Too, yeah, they've got a lot of injuries. I mean, their defense is decimated, decimated. And their offensive line hasn't been that good for a while anyway. And now there's a lot of discord, and you got McCarthy squirming, and there's all sorts of talk. And I think all they need is a healthy team, and they're a much better team than they normally would be. I'm disappointed they didn't knock off the Redskins, though, because that would have helped my Giants out a little bit. Hypothetical question, Tom. I love hypotheticals. Say Denver was on the East Coast and uh, New England was in the Midwest. And the Patriots played in the AFC West, and the Broncos played in the AFC East. What would be different about those two teams and their records 
And would you feel different about their playoff chances? New England would be more of an 11 and 5, 12 and 4 type team on a yearly basis because that's a tough division with can you know with this year with mm-hmm. well no wait you got to take Denver out of there without so, Denver no yeah so you put just, so Kansas you put New- City Oakland and San Diego yeah no I think over the last Oakland and Kansas City by the way who are 15 and 5 until this year. year I'm talking about this year oh this year this year yeah New England would probably have four losses okay three losses four losses. Denver might be the same as they are now, maybe even a game better. I think they would have beaten those those teams. You know, they wouldn't have lost. They don't. You know, Kansas. Who beat them? San Diego beat them. San Diego beat them. Right. Oakland beat them. San Diego, Atlanta, and Oakland. And Oakland They've yes. got two division losses. They wouldn't. I. I don't think they'd have two division losses right now. So I think Denver I think would be. Would I think Denver would be a much better. I think Denver would be nine and one right now. That's what I'd say. Be ten and zero. Could be. Who they lose to out of division? Atlanta, right? Uh, yeah, they lost to Atlanta. At, at Denver. By one touchdown. They've lost yeah. a couple of games in Denver. They're not invincible there anymore. No, just one game. Oh, one? Chargers and Raiders, they both lost on the road. Oh, okay, all right. I thought Raiders <laughs> They've won that. every home game this right. year except that Falcons game. Yep. The Falcons are like Jekyll and Hyde. I mean, mm-hmm. they should be much better than they are. They're 6-4. and four. Yeah. You know? Do you think the Patriots are going to beat them on the 18th? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Mm. You know? I, I, have, I have a feeling they will. You know? I don't. I don't think that the Patriot defense is going to be in that much of a uh, dilemma because the Denver offense doesn't impress me much. They lost their running back, C.J. Anderson. He's out. The quarterback is good if he's if everything is not on him. He's just like Osweiler. Right. He's good if everything is not on him. But everything won't be on him against the Patriots defense, and we kind of know that, don't we? I don't know about that. You know, I mean, Denver's does. offensive line isn't that great, and they they used they used to have a really good offensive line, you know, years past. And they don't have one the last couple of years. They overcame that with their defense last year. You know, and I don't think, and I think that Manning, you know, Osweiler beat him, and then Manning beat him. Mm. Simeon, I, I mean, Manning's strength when they put him back in there was just his ability to, to make the decisions, the right decisions on plays and audibles and all that stuff. Right. Because he'd seen a lot. This guy, Simeon, I don't know if he's got that. He doesn't have that experience to do things like that. And teams are really, it's a real chess match when you play Denver because they don't have the spectacular, but they've got the solid. And you've got to figure out a way where you, where you have to, to beat them, you know, where you attack. So, Simeon, I don't think, can, can win a chess match. So, no. And I, I think the Patriots are going to win that game. You know? I do. I mean, it, look, past history doesn't support me, but I think that, that they're going to probably win. Will they be able to score consistently against Denver's defense? I say probably not. I think they're going to struggle with Denver's defense because Denver's defense is a really tough matchup for them and for anybody else, even more so than the Bron- than the. They uh, were Seahawks, doing fine last year until Gronkowski got hurt in that game. Yeah, true. They were pushing. They were in control of that game. But then in the AFC Championship game, they weren't. No, they weren't. No. And Gronk played there. Yeah, I mean, he, did. he was. Yeah, you know, he played in that game. Yeah. Um, I'd sort of look, I guess, to that, and the fact that you know, even even though you're right, I'd say in a chess match, you always pick Belichick and Brady, but you know, you don't always have the pieces that you want, and they're not always, you know. Do you like, know what? That's a month away from now, right? It's true. Yeah. It's so the, they, there could be a lot of things changing between now and then. You know, for either team, maybe Simeon gets better, gets red hot, or maybe, you know, the Patriots cool down, but I doubt it, though, with the teams they're playing. You know, one of these teams, what I'm looking for in one of these weeks, and I think it might happen against the Rams defensive side, I, you're looking for a Patriot 40-3 to win somewhere. 
you think they might have it in them. You don't think so defensively, but I think once you pour on, pour on the points, your defense can do what it wants. And the other team is not going to be doing the same things and you know attacking weaknesses and things like that because they're going to be desperate. Mm. I think one of these weeks, could be the Jet game, where they just win in a blowout. Yeah. You know? I think they're, they're looking for that. I guess I look at it this way with the Patriots, and this is just sort of an example of how spoiled Patriots fans are and will <laughs> continue to be. Uh, but there's times when, you know, I felt like they've had a great team and they just didn't play well in the last game, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. 07. That was a great team. They didn't finish the year. You know, they just couldn't win that last game. Uh, in 2006, I felt like their team wasn't that great, but they got as far as they could and they ended up losing. And there's been other seasons where it's been sort of one or the other. This one's already starting to shape up like a team that's, you know, good enough to be good in the NFL this year and good enough to beat up on the AFC. But Once not to have to a built-in excuse, but it sort of seems like if they do, if they se- if they don't win the championship, yeah. no one's going to be shocked by this team not doing it. Yeah, they would have been a few weeks ago, but now that the defense has shown the way it has, and they, tra- they you would have been shocked pre Collins trade. Yes, that's the thing that's got everybody mm-hmm. up in arms. It's the Collins trade. I think you're right. You know. That's what's got everybody down about the defense, everybody down about the decisions. Well, that and the fact that Landon Roberts, two weeks later, is all of a sudden only playing 10 snaps. You know, that's, you know, they, no, Shane exactly. McClellan's out there. It, he's, ju- it he's looks terrible. It yeah. looks like it, it looks like something was, you know, Patriot fans think something was snatched from them by Belichick. You know, mm-hmm. that's the thing. It's yeah. the Collins trade. They don't have that acrobatic player leaping over single offensive lines in a single bound, you know? They don't have that. They don't Not have that, that like dynamic. that's all he did. But no, yeah, but I, I mean, mean that yeah. was the dynamic of Jamie Collins, was yeah. this great athlete that the Patriots snatched out of, you know, at a, at a high second-round pick because they didn't have a first-round pick. Mm-hmm. And they grabbed him, and look what they got. They got first-round talent in the second round. Right. You know? And now they have... Third, maybe fourth round talent, yeah, perhaps they, coming that they, back. That later they took in the fifth round, you know, exactly. <laughs> that they'll just, take in yeah. the fifth. Right, you know, this is not, you know, the, the, the Jamie Collins trade changes a lot of perceptions about this team. It really does. Why do you suppose it is, Tom, that all of the players having real issues this year, guys getting made inactive, guys getting benched, guys getting traded? Why does it? Why are they all in their walk here? What is that a coincidence? Do you think, or is there something sure. to the fact that these guys are all thinking they have to play a certain way, or they are all tuning out, you know, Belichick and, and the defensive coaches because they're not showcasing them enough or something? I mean, what in, in what Sheard's could it be? case? In Sheard's case, I think he's getting beaten out by by young, you know, enthusiastic, energetic kid in, in Flowers. I think that's that's just a, a veteran who's comfortable. You know, it's not like he's playing for big mega bucks. He knows he's going to probably get a contract from somebody next year. He's yeah. not worried about that. All right, Flowers is is taking his job. That's that's the thing with ha- with him. Mm. Um, I I I think that the trades have impacted the locker room. Yeah, and I and, and trades in plural. I include the Chandler Jones deal in that. Mm-hmm. I think the trades have impacted the locker room. Yeah. And I think the players defensively are feeling a little bit of pressure and a little bit of heat. Um, 
not only from their team, from from their coaches, but internally to do something to make sure that they're in a good spot next year. So I don't think this is at the point where, you know, it was like it was last, you know, in, in 2009 with, you know, with, with Dalius Thomas and right. all those guys. You know, I don't think you've got. But what's similar. You, you to don't this. have an outspoken guy in a lot. Thomas was outspoken. Right. You don't have that right now in a locker. No one's saying anything. Right. But you, but also you don't, don't have the leadership. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. You don't have it. Yeah. You don't, you don't Mayo, have that one guy saying, guess, listen, it's, yeah. it sucks right now, but See, we got to all get yeah. together and win. Mayo and was on yeah. that side of the ball. I think on offense, you've got it. Yeah, I think you, you got you know, sure. Slater, Brady Elliman, all those guys. On the other side of the ball, Hightower? Hightower, McCourty, and Ninkovich. McCourty and Ninkovich are the guys. McCourty, those two. I, I, Hightower, yes, but I remember, you know, I, I don't know, because Hightower was, you know, with Jones and drafted. I think he's – yeah. Those are the three guys, you know. But, and they're not exactly Brewski, McGinnis. And- but they're off. But the only one who's not flawed, in my mind, see, Hightower's flawed because he's, he's, he's in a contract year. All right? Sure. Nikovich is flawed because he got caught. Right. McCourty. McCourty's not flawed. He's the guy. See? But he's not really that guy. He's not. Right. First but, of all, he's not having a good year. But when he talks to us, mm-hmm. he doesn't hold back. Okay. So whether he's like that with the other players, I don't know. You know, there's no Will Fork there anymore who, to, to and Brewski and those guys. You hear this over and over again. And Mayo, I think they miss Mayo. I yeah, think they no, miss I think Mayo. So too. I think so, too. You know, I really think they miss Mayo. Mayo had leader written all over him when, the day he came. Yeah. You know? And I think he was a leader on that. Yeah, oh, he yeah. definitely was, even though he didn't appear that way when he talked to us because he was very noncommittal in his answers. Right. You know? But, yeah, you're right. There's just not that sort of thing right now. There and I think that in past years when Bill was able to do this, A, he'd do it before the season started and give his leaders on the defense and offense and whatever an opportunity to sort of keep everyone on pulling in the same direction. You don't see that now. And now I think you're splintered a little bit. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to say that there's a mutiny going on here because that's, a you know. There's not. There's not, there's, I don't there's think. Not, it was in 2009. These guys there's, there's still want to play, now. and they still yeah. want to win, and they're also, by the way, 8-2. and two. It's not like they're struggling no, here. exactly. You know? But you can see some of those same signs. Well, I think the, that's, the thing is, you see, you see a lack of, you see players not, Yeah. you know, you see Branch getting in trouble. This is the second time for Branch getting in trouble. You it's see, fourth time, actually. Well, I mean, with the pay, I mean, remember, the Patriots suspended. Yeah, right, right. That. Publicly, this is the second time we've seen this. We have to uh, take a break. We'll be back, wrap things up, and uh, talk to Jimmy Murphy next. You're listening to Christian and King on 1250 Manchester, ESPN, New Hampshire. The Trinity High School Football Foundation is proud to sponsor the broadcast of the annual Thanksgiving Day Manchester Turkey Bowl game on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. This year's game features the Trinity Pioneers against the Manchester Central Little Green. The Trinity High School Football Foundation was created to provide the Trinity football program with the necessary financial assistance to ensure that current and future Trinity football players have the required resources to achieve safety and success. Happy Thanksgiving from the Trinity High School Football Foundation at Trinity High School in Manchester, New Hampshire. Beals Insurance Agency is proud to announce the opening of their new Londonderry office. Located on Route 102, Beals Insurance is committed to serving Londonderry, Hudson, Wyndham, and Litchfield while offering the best price and quality coverage that's right for you. Whether it's home, auto, or business insurance, make the right call with Beals Insurance Agency. Call Steve at 603-471-9999 or visit BealsInsurance.com. 
The Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month is brought to you by Apple Therapy. Visit AppleTherapy.com. I am speaking with Patrick Gillis, Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month of October from Exeter High School. Patrick, how are you? Good, how are you, Laura? So tell me a little about your experience at Exeter High. You played football mm-hmm. four years there. So it's been a really good experience, both academically and uh, with sports. Like We have, I would say, one of the best football programs in the state. I've been constantly making playoffs year after year. And then academically, I've had like multiple options with um, pursuing kind of like the interests I have. So I've had uh, lots of different science classes and I'm looking to go into engineering in the future. So I've been able to go over to the Seco School of Technology and take engineering classes over there. Nice. Where are you looking to go to college? I've applied to some local schools and then some farther ones too. I'd say probably my first choice would be Georgia Tech. I've also applied to UNH and Clemson and um, some other local schools that better specialize in engineering. How do you maintain a GPA of 4.92 and also maintain football and National Honor Society, National Honor Technical Society, class treasurer, uh, co-president of Students Against Bullying? Like, how do you maintain all these things? Pretty much every morning and early mornings having a meeting before class. And there's a lot of support from, like, my family and the teachers, too, to strive to do well. Nominate your son or daughter. Sign up now at ESPNNHradio.com. With six New Hampshire locations, Apple Therapy's comprehensive orthopedic rehabilitation clinics offer convenient access to a wide variety of services. Apple Therapy uses the latest technology and treatment techniques such as trigger point dry needling, active release techniques, running gait video analysis, and Graston technique. Plus, they are networked to most providers in all insurance companies. Apple Therapy is located at Amherst, Bedford, Manchester, Nashua, Londonderry, and Executive Health Club. For more information and access to their video library, visit AppleTherapy.com. The Sports Blast. Let's say the season ended today and they go to Toronto for one game playing in the wild card game. Who is your starting pitcher? David Price. Given how bad he's been this season, Dave, given how bad he's been in the playoffs in his entire career, you still go to Price? Yes. Why? Because he's the guy. Who has the best stuff in this starting rotation? Price. Thank you. That's all I need to know. One game, one day, who has the best stuff in your rotation? If it's David Price, that's your pitcher. Every Saturday from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. You're listening to Christian and King. Stay tuned for The Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy, only here on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. Back here, Christian and King, ESPN New Hampshire, streaming live on ESPNNH.com. Jimmy Murphy and the stretch run coming up after this. I don't know where the hell Tom is, but I don't really care. So let's go ahead and get on with it. It's time for Can I Finish? Here it is. Can I finish? 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 Please, can I finish? I can't answer your question unless you let me finish. Hold it there, cracker boy. I'm not finished. Nice of you to join us, Tom. Thanks I was, for. Uh, I was talking with Mr. Adlicious, who's doing the game. Uh, oh, Adlicious is here? Yeah, Adlicious is next door. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Um, last night, Tom King in the NBA, the San Antonio Spurs beat the Dallas Mavericks by a final score of 96 to 91. The Mavs are two and 11. They're brutal. Uh, they really stink. The worst yeah, team in the NBA. Yeah, what's going on with Dallas? Well, Nowitzki's been out. Um, they're off to their worst start since 1994. And you know how you know that was a bad year? 1994 was the year that NBA Jam came out. I think. Did you say they're two and 11? They're two and 11. Two and 11. Dallas, the yeah. Dallas Mavericks. They suck. Oh, my God. They were a playoff team last year, right? Uh, either yeah, yes or they just missed it. I can't remember. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Cuban must not be happy. Rick Carlisle must be on the hot seat there. 
Um, yeah, probably. He's been that coach forever. Well, I'll tell you who was definitely on the hot seat after this was the San Antonio Spurs oh, because their head coach ripped oh, them a new one. Did he ever? Let's take a listen. I thought we showed a lack of humility, a lack of respect uh, for the opponent, uh, a very pathetic performance at both ends of the court, <laughs> both in execution and in grunt, in fiber, in desire. Uh, it was an awful performance. He turns to walk away, and then he pops back out. Ready? Yeah, I, he I walks out, this. closes the door. <laughs> and they deserve to win the basketball game. I forgot to say that. <laughs> <laughs> he pops back out like Kramer He's going into Jerry's about the other apartment team? and says Dallas deserved to win the game. By the way, the, the, the Spurs did win this game, 96-91. What it was, was an his, ugly what win. Was, what was his problem? Uh, I don't what know. was his problem? He said they were pathetic. Good lord. They had more hustle. They deserved to win the game. Um, yeah, I don't know. Rick Carlisle said it's tough. Guys were fighting their asses off, and there's a lot of positives. Got to build on the positives. Well, yeah, but here's the thing. Here's, you know, he's saying we what, what basically it, it feels like if I'm, if I'm Dallas and he's saying that, I'm saying, well, what do you mean? You think you should have blown us out by 30 points? Is yeah, that what you wanted? Pretty much, yeah. You know, that doesn't show Dallas any respect. No, it doesn't. You know? You're kind of right. Really? But uh, I love Popovich. Oh, Popovich is great. He's but I best. mean, but he's off the wall half the time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. You know how those Texas teams get. And there's my can I finish. Mr. King, what do you got? Well, I mean, you know, you're not a big college football fan. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm looking forward to the... Except uh, for my Colorado Buffaloes. Yes, I know. I'm a I big fan it. of them. I'm looking forward to the Michigan-Ohio State game on, on Saturday. I know a lot of people who are for both schools. and I, mm-hmm. you know, They go nuts. They go nuts. These alumni go nuts. But Boston College goes down to play Wake Forest this weekend. They're 5-6. and six. They're not right. very good. Okay? They're not very... I mean, they've beaten, like... Crap teams. UConn's not very good. Be, you know, they don't need to win that game theoretically to get a bowl bid because of a rule or a policy that cites insufficient number of deserving teams. In other words, we got too many bowls <laughs> and not enough teams that deserve to go not to Not enough them. spoons. You know, right, right, exactly. Yeah. That, to me, is just, that's pop, that's pathetic. That is pathetic. There is no way in hell, if I'm a coach, and I've got a 5-7 and seven football team. Yeah. And somebody says, hey, you want to go to a bowl game? I say, no, we don't deserve it. Right. If Boston College, if Adazio takes a bowl bit, or if that school takes a bowl bit, they should be ashamed of themselves. Because there's no way you should play in a postseason game five and seven. No, nope. sorry, shouldn't happen. Or they shouldn't call them bowl games. Set a higher standard. Yeah, they should call them an exhibition yeah, game. Yeah, call them a postseason. Call it the turkey bowl. Call it yeah. whatever you want. But just you know, exactly. Don't don't, don't insult don't, everybody don't insult and make it seem like this team deserves to be deserves in the to be in a postseason yeah. game. You know, because you know the stands are going to be half empty. I mean, this is just, they've got to do something about the ball. I mean, they got it right with the playoff system. I know, really. You know? True. Yep. Murphy's next. All right, that's our time. Is Murphy, are they here? I I don't know. Fred Flintstone's there. I see nothing. I hear nothing. I know know nothing. All right. 
Well, I know we're done, so yeah, I'll see no, you tomorrow. Yeah, I'm we'll talk here. to you tomorrow. Everybody yeah. have a great rest of your day. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow. We'll have our NFL picks. Oh, that would be great. And we'll send you off into the Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, talk to you then. Goodbye. Goodbye.